Welcome back to another episode of Mr. Mysteries in Black and White with you two hosts, myself, Ed, and my main man, Josh. How are we doing? Oh, fuck. I ain't thought <laughs> of a question. Um, all right, Josh. Oh. Oh, oh are you, have you got one? Yeah, but no, it's, no, not no, an, go on. it's not an actual question. No, go on then. All right. Have you recovered from last <laughs> Ariax video? Honestly. <laughs> 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 out of that video we had to watch like two try not to laugh <laughs> challenges just to g us up a little bit cause that was just ridiculous that was just draining my like, sanity was just like on the i don't know i think after we we stopped recording we sat here for like a good five minutes yeah silent mad um question right josh mm-hmm. you have just won the euro millions oh right I'm, have i asked this before i might have i don't care Right, you got to be selfish. Okay. All right, so it's not like, oh, I'd give some to my family. Right? Yeah, yeah, all that boring shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, you've just been given the check. Yeah. You've just cashed it in, mm-hmm. looked at your bank account, it's in there. What's the first thing you're buying? Exotic animal license. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm getting a fuck off, like, enclosure built. Well, first thing, I'd buy a house. <laughs> yeah. A big old house. Yeah, but that, that's a yeah. given, isn't it? Yeah, with a fuck-off garden, and I'm building a closure in that, and I'm getting a bear. Yeah. I'm getting a bear. 100%. 100%. Sweet. You? Sweet. I would be buying, like, a mass bit of woodland. Yeah. And had get down the right channels in some way, mm. and I'm building my cabin so I could live there away from these fucks who, these, <laughs> who are on these trying not to cringe challenges because oh my god yeah that's like my shirt reason I've got the bear yeah but then the thing is after all that is is done and I've got everything I want there mm. I don't I, I don't think I'd spend anymore because no. I'd just be like living off the land yeah and just living my best life just going fishing all day <laughs> or hunting and just yeah living my best life because I'd love to do it in England because being like with family and that but all but it, I'd have to do it in Canada or yeah, something like that. Yeah, because yeah. even if you manage to get somewhere around here, <clears throat> what you can hunt deer, it's eventually going to get yeah. boring. <laughs> well, it's not that. It's because I only I'd only kill if I'm going to eat, eat it. it. Yeah, but um, now I think Canada or or America or somewhere like that that'd yeah. be the, the place to go. Just, yeah, yeah go just live off the land. Just you. Oh, just imagine though, just waking up, and I'd have like where like say in the living room. Of the log cabin, mm-hmm. I'd have like big, like bifold doors, like patio doors, mm. and you just look out and it's just woodland. Oh, <laughs> just peace. <laughs> yeah, just open the door because I don't drink coffee, so I won't be. I'll be standing over a can of monster <laughs> <laughs> or a tea, like British tea. Yeah, and just be like, yeah. Nah, what am I going to do today? <laughs> I'm just going to go fish, like for salmon, or yeah. go hunting, or make something or just build something yeah you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> uh, yeah that is that is well yeah, that'd be what i'd do decent 100 percent decent um if you listened to last week this week we're still on the norse mm-hmm. which is 
a buzz. Mm-hmm. And this week, I think this is my favourite one. Yeah. This and Ragnarok. Yeah. But yeah. this is like my favourite one. We are talking about the beasts, mm-hmm. the creatures, like the monsters in Norse mythology. Yeah. And I've got four. Yeah. You've got four. Yeah, we, we had to dwindle them down because otherwise this would be a whole season in itself. The amount yeah. of creatures there are and different varies of the creatures yeah. themselves. Yeah, yeah. We'd be here all day. Yeah, so, so I think... And I, but like I say, eight monsters were going through. Yeah, So exactly. I think it's going to be quite a long episode, to be fair. Yeah, it could be, yeah. And But also, like, these are like the main... The, the main two, shall oh, we yeah, say... Oh, yeah, we've got them on lock. Yeah, they're going to be at the end. Yeah. And... I've got the reptilian. <laughs> I'm not going to say what, and he's. Got I've the, got the mammal. <laughs> he's got the wolf. <laughs> but um, so, Josh. Yep. Are you going to go first? Yep. Let's get into this. Well, I, <laughs> I think what we noticed before we recorded is that all of mine are the same animal, like <laughs> the same species of animal. Yeah. Which I'm buzzing with. Yeah. So I think, like we said, I mentioned the main Donny at the end, but I think the second biggest. Is Garm or Gama, as he's sometimes known in Norse mythology. And uh, in Norse mythology, Garm or Gama is a fearsome hound, often portrayed as a wolf or dog, who serves as the guardian of Helheim, the <coughs> realm of the dead. Garm is closely associated with the goddess Hel, who, who rules over Helheim, and is an important figure in the events of Ragnarok, the prophesied end of the world. Now, what I will say quickly is Hel. Hel is actually the daughter of Loki. She's yeah. one of the children of Loki. Yeah, it's not Odin's daughter. No. <laughs> it's not Thor's or Loki's fucking sister. None of that. No. That's Marvel. As the bloodstained guardian of Hell's Gate, prim- uh, Garm's primary duty is to prevent the souls of the dead from escaping and to stop the living from entering the realm without permission. His fearsome appearance and relentless loyalty to Hell make him the perfect protector for the dark and dreary world of the dead. What else? What other creature does that remind you of? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, Cerberus. Cerberus. Yeah, it seems like every like most mythologies when they got like their own hell, they're yeah. guarded by some, some sort of hellhound. Yeah, exactly. But at the least, only difference is with Greek uh, with Cerberus is he's got three heads. he's got three heads, <laughs> and he is an actual dog. Like there's. Do you know what I mean? There's yeah. no telling. Like you, you don't mistake him for a wolf. He is a dog. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think so. You know what I'm getting at. Because I like, think a lot of the... I know we, we're going to be doing Greek mythology, but I think the best... What I think is the best way to look at Cerberus was Fluffy from Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty it's much free, bang on. A three-headed staff. Yeah. Bang on, pretty much. <laughs> that's, like the, that's like my favourite. Whereas I, I've always thought of Garm as being a wolf more than a dog. Yeah. Because, I mean, he's known... But then again, he's well, known as the Hound of Hell. Yeah, I was so thinking more of... Either that or like a bloodhound, like an Irish Yeah, bloodhound. sort of <clears throat> looking thing. Yeah. Which, again, I know we've mentioned it countless times, God of War games. You know what this geezer can do. <laughs> he's a fucker. Because Atreus, or Loki, being the ever so clever bastard he is, sees this poor helpless animal chained up, and he thinks, I'm going to free it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He freed the fucking hound of hell. <laughs> Shit hit the fan. He's tearing through the realms like it's nothing. He's fucking up everyone and everything in his path. So then he's like, he goes back to his dad with his tail between his legs. Like, Kratos, can you help me? Sorry, less boy. I'll fucking do it. <laughs> boy. And then he does him in. Well, actually, he doesn't do him in. He turns him into someone else. Oh. But play the game. I'm not going to go through it. Does he turn into who I think he turns Yeah, into? yeah. 
Uh, he puts the soul of him into Garm and he becomes... Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, I remember that bit. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, there's not really much else to say on Garm. Like, he's yeah. just a big wolf that guards Hell. Helheim, yeah. looks after his, his buddy Hell, yeah. and is like, don't come near me, basically. <laughs> <laughs> he's just a dog with rabies. <laughs> a pissed off dog with rabies. Just don't go near him. Fair. Fair, fair, <laughs> but he's a big Donny. Yeah. They all are. Yeah. <laughs> so, Ed, what's the next one? My first one is a Draugr. And I have mentioned Draugr before, not even on the Norse mythology, but I have mentioned it before. Yeah. They're pretty much zombies. Yeah. The Draugr, also called Draug, Drag, Draugr. Yeah, Draugr in different ways of spelling, I think. <laughs> or Draugun is an undead creature from Norse mythology. The old Norse meaning of the word revenant, undead man, and ghost. Draugr live in the graves, often guarding treasure buried with them in their burial mound. They are reanimated corpses. Unlike ghosts, they have a corporal body with similar physical abilities as possessed in life. One of the best known Draugr is Glamir, who is defeated by the hero in Greta Saga. Yeah. After Glamir dies on Yol people became aware that Glamir was not resting in peace. He wrought so much hev- havoc that some people fainted at sight of him. While others went out of their minds, after a mundane battle, Gretia eventually gets Glamir on his back. Just before Gretia kills him, Glamir curses Gretia because Glamour was endowed with more evil force than most other ghosts, and thus he was able to speak and leave Gretia with the curse after his death. After a person's death, the main indication that the person will become a Draugr is that the corpse is not in a horizontal position. So standing up, basically. Well, yeah, they're just not... When they're dead, they're not fully flat. Flat, like, yeah. Like, when they're laid to rest, they're not fully flat. They're, yeah. like, pitched up. <laughs> well, yeah, standing somehow. <laughs> um, in most cases, a corpse is found in an upright or sitting position. This is an indication that the dead might return. Any mean, nasty, or greedy person can become a Draugr, as noted by Armin. Most medieval Icelandic ghosts are evil and marginal people. If not if not dissatisfied or evil, they are unpopular. This is why the prime way that Draugr share characteristics with ghosts, since any person can become a ghost in many Western mythologies. Mm-hmm. Ghosts are generally people with unfinished business, or those who are so evil their spirit makes an impact on the place they lived. Like Matthew Hopkins. <laughs> <laughs> he was a Draugr. He, he was a fucking dick. That's he was he a was. prick. <laughs> fucking asshole. Um, actually, speaking of Matthew Hopkins, I saw a thing at um, Norfolk Folklore Society put on, mm. and it was, uh, was it four or five women? They were, they were done for witchcraft. Yeah. And it was in uh, Great Yarmouth. Oh, mad. Yeah, and he'd done them in. <coughs> what a prick. Yeah, proper prick, mate. Uh, Ghosts of Draugr refuse to follow the prescribed path of death, selfishly staying on Earth when they are supposed to move on. This is easily understandable because selfishness is an important attribute of any ghost, of every ghost. And therefore, it is no wonder that ghosts tend to be people who are troublesome during their lifetime. However, unlike ghosts, Draugr can, become, uh, can also become can also come about through infection by another Draugr, such as an... Shut up. Uh, <laughs> fucking phone. Oh. <sighs> Give me a phone, I'll fuck it up. That's all I'm saying. 
Uh, infected by another Draugr, such as in the story of Glamir. When Glamir arrives in the haunted valley of Greater Sa- in the Greater Saga, the, e- the previous evil spirits are relegated to the sidelines, and when Glamir is found dead, they disappear, whereas he takes over the- their role as Ghost of the Valley. Although Glamir is an arguably marginal character to begin with, it is only after his fight with the, with the first malignant spirit that the first spirit leaves the valley, and Glamir takes its place wreaking havoc. Similarly, in the Urbiaga saga, a shepherd is killed by a draugr and rises the next night as one himself. Mm-hmm. The Vikings believe that even if one person was dead, their body could still move and harm other people. A draugr would go around and hurt, hurt people on his way. Many precautions were carry out were carried out to prevent the draugr from wandering around. Straw would be put under the shroud, and a pair of scissors would rest in the chest of the dead. The big toes of the dead were tied together so that they couldn't move. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just for entertainment. <laughs> for fuck's sake! I don't. But then again, if it's a jogger and it's got scissors in it, it could just take the scissors and cut the rope. Maybe <laughs> they probably didn't think they about didn't, that. They didn't think that through. No, <laughs> but you, they're just sitting there like, wait, wait, he's gonna, he's gonna get up in a minute. He's gonna get up. And he gets out, he falls over. Yeah, just like, hey, hey, mug. <laughs> Dig head, loot, loot. <laughs> Your arms fell off. <laughs> <laughs> When the funeral came to the part of transferring the coffin to the graveyard, the bearers would stop before stepping out of the house. They stopped inside, lowering and raising the coffin in three directions to make a sign of scissors. Mm-hmm. There were times that the that the dead were carried through the door for the corpse or the copse door. It was simply a hole in the wall with a, with the brick removed. Once someone died, the bricks would be removed to make the way. Once the ritual was over, it's rebuilt because the uh, the Vikers thought that the dead would return through the way that they came out. If the dead were buried in in the graveyard, there would be an additional ritual that a powerful man would use the magic words to tie the dead to the coffin. Right. <laughs> That's a bit mad, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't taking any chances with these no. dummies. No. So, yeah, I think... Um, and it kind of reminds me of vampire lore as well. Yeah. When they said, like, take the brick out... Because they they won't go through a door; they can only go through the way. In in a kind of similar way, whereas a vampire would not, they can't go into anywhere unless they're invited in. Yeah, <laughs> which is a bit. Mad. It's a bit weird. Yeah, meant to be this mad supernatural creature. <laughs> it's like, can you let me in, please. Yeah, <laughs> it's cold out here. Yeah, can I come in? No. Oh. <laughs> 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 it is though, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> fuck there. But yeah, Draugr's, they look like, they they just look like zombies, but in like yeah. Viking armor. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> That's bang on, yeah, pretty much. Pretty yeah, pretty much. Yeah, if, if, you, if you're wondering like what they look like, they just look like zombies in Viking yeah. armor. Like yeah. Typical zombie like from Walking Dead. Yeah. But I think they have like mad super strength and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, yeah, just... Put some scissors in them. <laughs> and tie their feet together. And tie their feet together. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 Josh. Yep. Where are we going next? Next, we're going, like we said, we're doing four each, but this is technically two in one. Mm. And that is because I'm going to be talking about the children of a certain someone mm. who I will be mentioning in due course. 
And it's they such are... a bastard, you can't <laughs> thing is, people know exactly who, who we're, we're on about. about. I might as well say the fucking name. Yeah. But yeah, we're talking about Skull and Hattie. Mm. And Skull and Hattie are two giant wolves in Norse mythology. They are the offspring of the wolf god Fenrir <laughs> and the giant uh, Lanvida. Yanvida? Yanvidia? So... Uh... So a, so a giant wolf has fucked a giant. It's Norse mythology. Just think about yeah, some of the true, fucking... Yeah, <laughs> Skull and Hattie are said to chase the sun and the moon, respectively. According to the legend, the, these two wolves, uh, children of Fenrir, the giant wolf, are destined to one day catch and devour their uh, celestial prey, otherwise the sun and the moon. Mm. In Norse cosmology, the sun and the moon are seen as the eyes of the sky god Odin. According to the legend, when Hattie and Skull finally catch their prey, it will mark the end of the world known as Ragnarok. Skull and Hattie are two of the most feared creatures in Norse mythology. They embody destruction and chaos, and their uh, ceaselessness pursuit of the sun and the moon represents the unstoppable forces of nature. These giant wolves are a reminder that even the mightiest beings can be brought down by the relentless passage of time. In the beginning, Odin gave the god of sun, Sol and the moon, Manny, two magical chariots to quickly cross the sky one, uh, once a day and thus bring light to the world. What Odin did not foresee was that the two gods were very easily distracted. The sun liked to take the time to watch the waves crashing on the cliffs and nature from the sky. As for the moon, she liked to watch what humans were doing. You dirty bitch. <laughs> However, their actions had a great impact, not only on the gods, but also on humans. No one knew when to sleep or stay awake anymore, because the sun and the moon were out of control, and the day and the night were completely unbalanced. And then Odin, furious, uh, furious, decided uh, decided to threaten Sol and Manny with his magic spear. But knowing that they were only the they were the only ones who could do this job, the sun and the moon gods did not take his threat seriously. Finally, Loki found the solution to the problem. Of course he did. It was his fucking grandkids. Yeah. Yeah, I was really big of it like that. Yeah. yeah. He went to meet the wolves, Skull and Hattie, the children of his son Fenrir, so that they could chase the sun and the moon. As, as a reward, they could devour them if they managed to catch up with them. Not wasting any time, the two wolves set off in pursuit of the gods of the moon and the sun, who, in panic... Seeing the two wild beasts melting, uh, melting down on them at full speed, immediately set off in their usual course. <laughs> Just chilling, like, I don't know, playing silly burgers. You turn around and see two fuck-off wolves trying to fucking leg it! <laughs> yeah. The thing is, when you think of it like that, they're going full speed. You think like it'd be just go, doo, doo, doo. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you know, it'd be even worse. You don't know if it's not. He's like, like, oh, I fuck this. Laying down. So when there's like a lunar eclipse, is where they hit each other. It's like, get out of the fucking way. Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting chased by a wolf here. <laughs> Thus, the cycle of day and night finally returned to its normal rhythm. According to legend, at the end of time during Ragnarok, Skull and Hattie would finally catch the moon and devour them. While at the same time, the world would be plunged into such a cold uh, universe that would freeze the hearts of men and gods. There will be no more light on Earth, and that is where the beginning of the end will begin. Which we will mention in a couple of episodes time. It's Ragnarok. It's Ragnarok, but hold your horses. <laughs> Don't get too excited. No. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's so difficult not to mention it. You yeah, know what I mean? because it's like every... 
gods, every creature, everything we have mentioned have a significant story in Ragnarok. Yeah. And it's so easy Especially, to just blurt it out. But I then think, when it comes to the Ragnarok episode, we'll be like, well, we've already said that. <laughs> yeah. Just, Ragnarok was a bit mad, wasn't it? I think uh, I think with the Ragnarok episode, it's going like how how things were happening. Like, yeah. Because I mean, it, it, like, cause I've got Jormungandr, he's got Fenrir, we're doing them at the end, and they've got perhaps the two most significant stories in Out Ragnarok. Of the whole, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, actually, yeah. yeah in the whole, like that. In the whole mythos. <laughs> them two, and two that we've mentioned, have got some big beef. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I never thought of it like that, actually. That the two biggest, obviously the two most important. Yeah, pretty much. That's a bit mad, actually. Yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> oh, mate, this Ragnarok episode can't come quick enough. No, I know. It really can't. <laughs> we hot... just breeze through it. It's like, right, this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. This is what... Well, the thing is, Ragnarok hasn't happened, happened, otherwise we'd be dead. Yeah. Well, everyone would be Everyone dead. be dead. So really, like, this is what is being foretold. This is the prophecy. Yeah. In the pagan ritual of Vulcanism. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if after all this, all these other religions, but this one's true. And then the sun and the moon just disappear. You hear a big wolf howl. And yeah. you think, of all the ones. Yeah. As sick as it would be, it's like, really? Yeah, we're fucked. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> Don't matter where you are, what you can do, you're <laughs> fucked. Because you're just seeing a giant snake, a giant wolf. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Some- Big fat Donnie in a wedding dress and a hammer. <laughs> Some fucking giants just burning shit. It's yeah. just like, fuck's sake. You <laughs> like that. How's the world going to end? Uh, is it global warming? Nah. Is it an asteroid? Nah. <laughs> a human's going to destroy the Earth? Nah. <laughs> what happens then? Well, there's a snake, a wolf, a giant, some fat Donnie in a hammer, with a hammer even, just fucking rattling them off. You're like, Nah, bollocks, mate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fucking Jesus Christ. <laughs> right, so Ed, what is the next creature well, we're talking about? Let's go to the depths. <laughs> and uh, we have done a whole episode on this creature. Yeah, we have. We are talking about the great sea beast, the Kraken. One of my favourite... What? <laughs> One of my favourite like mythical beasts. Yeah. I know you're scared of octopuses, but... Yeah. I'm not scared of them. They just creep me out. So you're scared of them? Nah, because I wouldn't... If I saw an octopus, I wouldn't be like, Ah, octopus! And run away. But I wouldn't look at the cunt either. I was going to say, that when we saw uh, Skeggy, you did not like looking at them. No, it it was just fucking... I think they're so sick. I love them. creature. I love them. I think they're so cool. But... In, Scandin- in Scandinavian folklore, the Kraken is a legendary sea monster of enormous size with an octopus-like appearance. According to the Norse sagas, the Kraken dwells off the coast of Norway and Greenland and terrorises nearby sailors. With with this, you may see a similarity in the Greek mythology sea monsters Scylla and Carbidus. Mm-hmm. And, this, um, and this is... Uh, thing written about it. It's like our journey was finally coming to an end. We had set out to discover the wonders of the sea, but instead we were greeted only by hellish nightmares. I know now the sea cannot be tamed. That night we would experience its final acts of cruelty. Most of the men were below decked below deck in their beds, blissfully unaware of the horrors we, we had awoken. Creatures you wouldn't believe existed, but worst of all was the Kraken. 
There is this there is this misconception that the Kraken is a beast that originates from Greek mythology. But that's mainly because of fucking Clash of the Titans. Yeah. <laughs> um, to say ancient Greeks enjoyed sailing around is a colossal understatement. So naturally, they would have many stories of monsters at sea. Uh, and, and then that's where like Scylla and Carbidus comes in. Yeah. But neither of, neither of them resemble a Kraken. Um, from a mythological standpoint it doesn't really make sense but if you're in Hollywood's position oh right it's still going on about fucking (laughs) Greek myths (laughs) (laughs) oh here we go Um, the stories of the Kraken originate from Scandinavian folklore in the early 12th century the first written account of the beast was in 1180 by Severe Sigurdsson, who would later become the King of Norway in 1184. Yep. Sigurdsson believed a monster in the shape of a giant squid stalked the waters around Norway, Iceland and Greenland. It terrorised sailors who crossed its path, dragging them into the depths of the ocean, destroying their ships and making their journey the voyage from hell. Mentions of the Kraken can be found once again around 1250 in a Norwegian text known as the King's Mirror. Here the narrator discusses all sorts of creatures found in Ireland, Iceland and Greenland, and Greenland including mermaids and mermen, and of course the Kraken. Mm-hmm. Although at this stage it was referred as the Hafgulfa, it's described as a large fish or whale that resembles an island more, more so than a living creature. The narrator concludes that it must be infertile, otherwise there would be hundreds of them at sea. The creature of the same name is mentioned again towards the end of the 13th century in the Icelandic saga, which details the journey of a hero as he travels through the Greenland Sea. On his journey, he encounters two enormous monsters, the world's largest whale and then the world's largest sea creature, to have Gufa. A monster so big it could swallow an entire ship feeding on an animal as large as a whale and creates a whirlpool by merely rotating its body. The term Kraken was first used by the Danish-Norwegian author Erik Pontopadan. Big up. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he's probably dead now. Yeah. When he argued that the Kraken, along with mermaids and sea serpents, existed. In his works, Natural History of Norway, published in 1752 and 1753. He yeah, did. He, he did. <laughs> <laughs> he believed it to be a giant, a great tentacled monster that would surface and attack ships at sea and then subs- subs- subsequently... Subsequently? <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like benevolent all over again. Oh, don't. I, I ain't saying it again. <laughs> Cause whirlpools when returning to the seabed. Several authors and zoologists discussed creatures similar to the Kraken before Pontopadan, but he was seen as the real driving force behind the stories of the Kraken. Because of the tradition, we don't know if it was meant to be a squid or an octopus. Some also thought that these stories are inspired by the Leviathan, Mm -hmm. a sea monster mentioned in the Hebrew Bible. But we'll we'll talk about that some other point. Yeah. (laughs) Um... Right. Up until the end of the 18th century, the Kraken and its appearance remained ambiguous. Big word? Fucking hell. That's probably, I think that's what it is. (laughs) It went by several different names and only constant was its enormous size. 
The start of the 19th century was when the Kraken was thrust into mainstream popular culture, and this is when the giant squid or octopus-like appearance became the norm. Mm-hmm. It would um, also be mentioned countless works of fiction, and is still even to this day some of the most famous pieces include the sonnet, which I did read in uh, the Kraken episode, yeah. by Alfred Tennyson, which I thought I sat, I'd done quite well. Oh, mate, I was sweating <laughs> but um because also there was there's also a thing that uh the kraken was also believed to be a giant crab and you know what i'd say that's fucking terrifying in, in itself yeah but if you think like when you say kraken i, I know pop culture's got a lot to do with yeah. it nowadays but you instantly <laughs> do think squid or octopus mm. if after all this it was just a fucking crab i'd be fuming yeah, but you mean like... <laughs> I'll be terrified. A kraken, like what we believe is a kraken size, but a crab. Yeah. You imagine like you being on a boat and all of a sudden this giant fucking claw <laughs> just, uh, just comes up and just snap, like just cuts you in half. Yeah. Like cuts the boat in half. And you're like... Ugh. And then you just look down because crabs have got them weird eyes. Oh, uh, yeah. And they go... <laughs> just, and, it, hello. and it got them like fucking mandibles like, like, trying to drag you in. Mate, I think that would terrify me yeah. more than the fucking giant... Because at least then you, you, you're seeing tentacles. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if it's just cut you in half and, you, and the boat's doing a fucking V <laughs> and in the middle it's just crab going... <laughs> just, yeah, like doing its best Sarlacc impression. <laughs> and it'd be shitting bricks. <laughs> Especially when its eyes keep fucking moving. Yeah. I'd, I'd be more creeped out by that than a giant squid. Yeah. Or octopus. I'd pref- what What would you rather see it as, a giant squid or a giant octopus? Hmm. Octopus. Sorry, man. Yeah, octopus. Because for it being a squid, because how their body looks, yeah, it, it just, just they're made for swimming. Yeah. Whereas octopuses, they're made for like sitting whatever the fuck they want. Pretty much. <laughs> but when you see like an octopus, how they eat, yeah, they're more state. They're like stealth hunters. Yeah. They sit there when something goes by, they grab it. They're just and like they, nice one. Whereas a squid, it's got like. It's just too streamlined. Yeah, it's more fish-like than... Nah. <laughs> no, I'm not saying it looks like a fish, but, like, when you think... how It has to move. Yeah, and things yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, you can't ever imagine, like, a squid just sitting there. No. Whereas you can with an octopus. Yeah. But, you know, they might do. <laughs> but, no, I'd say, yeah, more of an octopus yeah. than a squid. Yeah, 100%. But, yeah, that is the Kraken. A Kraken. At least the Kraken. That's a sick name as well, though, isn't it? Kraken. Yeah. Well, because it, originally it's actually called a crake. That sounds pretty cool as well, though. Mm. Release the crake. Nah, I don't. don't have to say it don't, no. Nah. <laughs> but no, yeah, because it's, it's, let's say it's different names for it. But yeah, it was originally called a crake. Yeah. And then, of course, then that, just, that's that, the actual Scandinavian name for it. And yeah. Then it, then, Some Donny just added an N. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And then it becomes the Kraken or the Kraken. Yeah. I remember I, I, I was about eight and I was and it was a substitute teacher <laughs> and I had an argument with him because let's say even back then I just loved monsters and I had a book and I might have it some I might have it somewhere oh I swear I did uh, I'll have to look for it but 
Oh, it might have got damaged. I don't know. But yeah, <laughs> and it said about like, the Kraken and everything. And he was like, oh, yes, the Kraken. I'm like, oh, nah, okay. it's called the Kraken. He was like, the Kraken. That's how they say it. I'm not... You know, like in, in um, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Shed, yeah. they had the two dumb ones, yeah. the two pirates, they, they actually argue about yeah. it. Yeah, that was me and him. <laughs> He kept saying like Craig and I kept saying Kraken and it was just like <laughs> And then someone else just come in and went, Crab <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there was both me and him like, like No <laughs> <laughs> But nah. Yeah, so the Kraken. So Josh, what we got next? Well I was gonna say, did you want to do the other one? Because I'm now left up with the big Donny. Oh yeah. Yeah. Alright. It's so, me again. Yep. How lucky are you? <laughs> <laughs> And I'm going to be talking about the dragon that lives at the Tree of Life, mm-hmm. Nidhogg. Mm-hmm. Or Needhog. Uh, right. Needhog is a serpent dragon who gnaws, uh, who gnaws one of the roots of Yggdrasil, yeah. the Tree of Life in Norse mythology. He is considered very powerful, malicious, and evil, with a legendary physical strength and gigantic size. It is also mentioned that Nidhogg chews the corpses of murderers and those who break in, who break in the oaths in Nastrand. That's how Nidhogg found uh, found by the Vikers, seeing him to devour the most heinous criminals who end up in the underworld. Hence his name, which means Malice Stroker, or he who strikes with malice. The serpent dragon dwells in the centre of Nilfheim, within the famous. <laughs> Virgilmere. Virgilmere, one of the three major springs at the roots of Yggdrasil, several other serpents as well as Needhog's sons dwelling at Virgilmere, as it is mentioned in the Prosedda. The Needhog's plan is to destroy the world tree as he knows that the destruction of Yggdrasil will mark the end of the gods. Mm-hmm. If the my- mythical tree falls, the Norse cosmos will fall back into chaos. There is also the idea that the roots of Yggdrasil keep the dragon trapped until until Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. The prophecy says that when Ragnarok comes, the serpent will be free, again leading the giants to attack the Norse gods. There is also another interesting story about Needhog that can be found in the Poetic Edda. While the serpent dragon resides in the bottom of Yggdrasil, a wise eagle lives at the top of the tree. Ratakowski, the tricky squirrel, knowing that the Needhog and the Wise Eagle despise each other, <laughs> enjoys to running up and down the tree, spreading his lies between them, making up insults that the others supposedly said. Pussy up! He's called you a right bitch. <laughs> called your mum a slag. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> In the storyline, mentioned that one day Needog felt very offended, and after his vow to kill the eagle, he shook the foundations of the mythical tree so hard, resulting to tremble the entirety of the nine worlds and setting himself free of Yggdrasil's roots. The liberation of the dragon and the shaking of the nine worlds considered to be two important signs of the coming of Ragnarok. So again, it's leading to Ragnarok yeah. again. Everything this is we so fucking annoying. Oh no, everything we fucking do leads it's to Ragnarok. Ragnarok. At least, oh. like like I've said, at least when the Ragnarok episode gets here, 
We're we, golden. Yeah, we, we, could just, we could just be us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we could just let go. <laughs> and boy, are we going to let go because oh, there's fucking right. bad shit to cover. Yeah. <sighs> two more weeks, we can do it. Two yeah, more weeks. Two more weeks. Just about. Yeah. Just about, we can do it. So, Josh, mm-hmm. tell the world. <laughs> tell the galaxy. Tell the fucking universe who we are. Who are we talking about now? We are talking about the big man himself. One of the big men himself. He's not a man. He's not a man, but he's big. It's Ratajkowski. <laughs> <laughs> Little fucking squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> Bullshit squirrel. We're talking about the great wolf himself, Fenrir. Yeah, boy. Not fucking Fenris, like they call him in Marvel. Fenrir. Fenris? Yeah. That's what his name in Marvel. Oh, yeah. That was Hella's yeah. dog, weren't it? Yeah. But it's nothing it's to do fucking with fucking Fenrir. Hella. Oh, hell, really? No. And he is, like I said, the great god wolf. And he is actually it is known, Fenrir, in uh, Old Norse mythology as he who dwells in the marshes. Mm. And he is the most infamous of all the wolves in Norse mythology and one of the most, if not the most important. Mm. Uh, Fenrir also. Oh, I nearly said it. I nearly said why. <laughs> <laughs> Fenrir, also called Fenrisulfur, was a monstrous wolf of North mythology and was the son of Loki and a gi- and a gi- giantess named Angaboda. Uh, so that makes him Hell and who you're about to talk about, brother. <laughs> Fucking mad family, isn't it? Yeah, I know. <laughs> and that's, that's not including his other fucking kid, who he had with a horse. Yeah, yeah. That slip near, eight-legged horse. <laughs> well, like I said, Fenrir is the son of Loki. He is prophesied to have a major event in Ragnarok, and he's a giant wolf. That's basically the premise of him. Mm. But what one thing outside of Ragnarok that he is known for is biting off the god's uh, tear's hand. If you don't know Tyrion, he's god of war. Yeah. So, fearing Fenrir's strength and knowing that only evil could be expected of him, because when he was born, he was just like an average wolf size. Yeah. And he just grew and grew and grew and grew to the point where the, even the gods, Scared. Odin, Thor, all them lot, were just going, yeah. we ought to really do something about this. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know about this one, Chief. No. <laughs> so the gods bound him with a magical chain made of that... I don't know how they got a chain out of this, but yeah, but it's because they used everything of them that why they no no longer exist. Ah, that makes sense. Mm. Well, like I said, the magical chain was created by the dwarfs. Um, I think I've got that written down somewhere. One second, moment, please. Yeah, right. This is just a premise of it. Basically, they use the sounds of a cat's footsteps. The beard of a woman, mm-hmm. the breath of a fish, and of a occult elements. When the chain was placed upon him... Also, I don't know if it, if, it, if you do mention that, but it always says the roots of a mountain. Yeah, roots of a mountain as well. Um, was it the song of the wind or something like that? Yeah, or... and I think there's... Isn't it like the, the spray or the water off a fire? Off fire or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like some that. Some mad shit. Like yeah. Things you just never think of. is because they used everything to make these chains. That, that's why they're no longer no, Yeah, exactly. That's why a cat's footsteps are silent. Yeah. Well, um, 
as is recounted more fully in the tale of the binding of Fenrir, the Aesir gods raised Fenrir themselves in order to keep him under their control and prevent him from wreaking havoc throughout the Nine Realms. He grew at an astonishingly fast pace. However, um, eventually, the troubled gods decided to chain him up. Their first two attempts were unsuccessful. While the cunning gods convinced Fenrir that it was only a game um, to test his strength, he broke through the fetters easily. And for their third attempt, the gods had the dwarves forge the strongest chain ever built, which nevertheless gave the appearance of being very light and very and even soft to the touch. Mm. When the gods presented Fenrir with this third uh, fetter, he became suspicious and refused to be bound with it unless one of the gods <laughs> would stick his or her hand in his mouth as a pledge of good faith. Only Tyr, who we just mentioned, the god of war, was brave enough to do this, knowing that it would mean the loss of his hand. And sure enough, when Fenrir found himself unable to break free of his bonds, he ripped Tyr's hand off from its arm. The chain was then tied to a boulder, and a sword was placed in Fenrir's jaws to hold them open. As he howled wildly and ceaselessly, a foamy river called Expectation flowed from his drawling mouth, as the river's ominous name implies, this was not the end of Fenrir. Mm. Again, so much more I could fucking mention, but I can't. Yeah, because when them chains break, he goes mad. He pissed. <laughs> he very fucking pissed. But I just, uh, I remember, I don't know when it, when you started getting into Norse mythology, because I was always in the Greek. Yeah. No, being young, I've said it time and time again. And, um,. When I did start looking at Norse mythology, I just thought of like Thor, yeah, you know, Thor and Odin. You just think of the gods, don't yeah. You? But then you hear of Fenrir, Fenrir. Nidhogg, Draugr, yeah, and all them. Uh, and then you're like, oh fucking hell, <laughs> they had some madness. They had some beasts. <laughs> <laughs> all right, who would you think would win in the fight? You got all the Greek beasts and all the Norse beasts. Who would win? There's so many more Greek beasts. Yeah, but I think because of the sheer size, size of the Norse, yeah. they'd do it. Oh, Typhon, he'd fuck him up. It, yeah. it, he would fuck him up. He was king of the monsters. Yeah. He would fuck him up, to be fair. But oh, it is a difficult one, yeah. you know. Because with Fenrir and Jormungandr, they're like the two... Big, literally biggest. Yeah, and, and the Kraken. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're, they're the three biggest, obviously. Yeah. They'd they'd hold their eyes. Yeah, I mean, one of the tales of Fenrir is that when his jaw opens, his mouth opens, sorry, the top part of his mouth touches the sky and the bottom touches the floor, Mm. and he devours everything in his path. So that just shows how big this Donnie is. Yeah, they're called Devourer of Worlds. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So he he big boy. Mm. And again, what with who you're about to mention, I mean. <laughs> Big, <laughs> like I say, like there's Fenrir, but they like I say, when I got into it, but then my favourite come up, the Midgard Serpent, mm-hmm. Jormungandr. Mm-hmm. She still won't let me have it as a name though. <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> but like, again, Jormungandr was also uh, is also the child of Loki and Angerboda. Mm-hmm. His siblings are Hel, the underworld goddess, and the giant wolf Fenrir. Jormungandr lies in the sea of Midgard, which is Earth, the Earth realm. Yeah. After Odin, in the Aesir's attempt to control the beast, threw him there to drown him. 
However, the serpent survived and grew so large. <laughs> Sorry to cut you off. He's had a mare, didn't really, any. Mm. Right, so I've got this fucking wolf that's growing like nothing. I'll tell you what, we'll chain him up. And he's pissed. He's like, no, 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 it's a game, Fimri. It's a game. Wrap him up. He's like, it's not a game. And now, because of that, tears lost his hand. And he's thinking, you just fucking wait till Ragnarok. I'm going to fuck everyone up. Mm-hmm. And then he's got this giant snake. And he's like, oh, fucking hell, the same thing's happening. Oh, I know. Chuck it in the water. It'll drown. It's all, it's all good. <laughs> and then what happens? And it's just like, yeah. oh, I've had a fucking rotter here. Yeah, it grew so large. Let's say Midgard is Earth. Mm-hmm. Like, think of the planet we're on. We're yeah. all on. Yeah. It got so large. <laughs> that it wraps itself around and bites his own tail. <laughs> so he's like it's circling the entire circumference of the planet. Yeah. That's how big this I want to say lizard first snake. <laughs> this snake is. Um Thor is confronted with Yormaganda twice. Mm-hmm. I'll mention one, but I'm not the not mm-hmm. the, <laughs> the first time when Thor, Loki, um Chavalve visit um Utgard Loki's castle here Thor tries to, in vain to lift a giant cat which turns out to be Jormungandr in disguise <laughs> um, oh no there's three times mm. <laughs> um, the second time it was during a sailing trip where Thor is joined by the giant Hymir Thor lures Jormungandr out and attempts to strike him with Mjolnir but is interrupted by Hymir that cuts the fishing line yeah. He literally fished for Jormungandr. <laughs> and I'll, I'll see, you see the picture? Yeah. Well, painting. Yeah. It's not an actual photograph. <laughs> Selfie. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he starts to... He, he's pretty much got the head and, like, the hook and everything's in Jormungandr's mouth and he's about to fucking go Swat for it. Swatted one. And, yeah, the giant cuts the line. Jormungandr then sink, hisses violently. Yeah. I think that is when they were like, yeah, when we next meet, you're, you're done. done for. It was, it was a proper just, just you wait, cunt. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look, there it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, the series is prophesized. Nope. I'm not no, 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 no. I mean, I'm pretty sure, right? If anyone watching this has a brain cell, yeah, from everything we've mentioned, it's sort of obvious what happens, but mm-hmm. you're going to have to wait if you don't know. Yeah. Jormungandr is described as a giant and monstrous sea serpent or dragon Mm -hmm. capable of spitting deadly venom and with a terrifying look if we refer to the myth of Thor's fishing adventure its size is such that it surrounds the earth and bites its own tail in the uh, it's so difficult man so annoying Yeah, according to Snorri's editor, he is the son of the trickster god Loki and the giantess Angaboda, as well as the brother of Wolf Fenrir and Hell, goddess of the world and the dead. His kinship with Loki is also attested in the Eddic poem. Um, and in the Skaldic poem, oh, Postrapa, where the Kenning, Fe- um, oh fucking hell, Fadir Logseems, father of the serpent, refers to Loki. During his early years, Jormungandr is raised in the world of the giants, Jotunheim, but is thrown into the sea by the god Omen because prophecies foretell. Some madness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. This whole thing is just. It's, make, it's making me sweat. <laughs> <laughs> right. But that is the gist of Jormungandr. Yeah. But I, I, was, I think I've mentioned this before. My name has been. 
piss me yeah. off with it. Because there's the Netflix show uh, Ragnarok, which I haven't seen yet. Nah. I really would like to. And my uh, nan says, oh, yeah, Loki's got a worm growing inside of him. And I'm like, a worm? Does he call it Yulmungandr? And she was like, yeah, something like that. He treats it like it's his own kid. I'm like, hmm. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, <laughs> oh, Loki ch- chucks the worm in the water. I'm like, it's not a fucking worm. <laughs> I said to her, I said, it's not the worm. It's the Midgard serpent. And she was like, oh, does he get big then? I'm like... <laughs> Big's a fucking understatement. He gets a little bit big. <laughs> he only, like, circles the whole earth, bites his tail, and then... Because that's also a thing. When he lets go of his tail, it's That's start. where start, Ragnarok starts, yeah. But the thing is, right, what we've all mentioned, like, pretty much all of our monsters, they is... All- Every time something happens, is the start of yeah. Red so Rock. they've all got to happen literally like simultaneously. More yeah, or I less. think it pretty much does, doesn't it? Like, <laughs> That'd be the biggest shit. Like Odin's just overwatching it all, and then it all happens. Like Skull and Hattie get the sun and the moon. Fenrir breaks out of his chains. Jormungandr lets go of his tail, and it's Need-dog, just like yeah. Needog fucking just, just gets like, out of the tree. Yeah, just like fuck this tree. Mm-hmm. It's just like, huh, nips. Yeah. <laughs> Boys, <laughs> four. <laughs> we got a problem here. <laughs> Thing is, you just know. I know we'll talk about more on the Ragnarok episode when Jormungandr lets go of his tower. Four was like buzzing. Okay? Yeah, yeah. He's, like, he's the only one that's buzzing for Ragnarok. He's yeah. like, oh come on then. Yeah. Fucking have you, you little mug. Yeah, because they. I think it's because they pretty much tell like the prophecies of what's gonna happen. Yeah. You know, like it might not end up quite wealthy of what you think and he's like nah fuck this I'm going to write my own prophecy yeah. this is what's going to happen <laughs> oh, I want to say so much oh no it's, yeah. it's annoying because in a way I feel like because we've covered the gods we've covered like the Valkyries and now we've covered the beasts we haven't done a single one of them justice no because of they their stories all culminate in Ragnarok <laughs> because we're mentioning that on its own episode we can't really say much more no. without giving it away even though We're there's a lot of people that probably know mm. what happens yeah it's just it's frustrating it I is honestly very cannot frustrating. fucking wait for this Ragnarok episode honestly yeah Ragnarok <laughs> we're gonna have to start like 6 in the morning <laughs> and just go till like 10 o'clock yeah because honestly it's just gonna be like pretty much the start the fight the finish what is meant to happen uh, yeah and oh, just let the beasts out, you know. Uh huh. It is. It's like opening Pandora's box. It really is. It which really is. It's a Greek is. thing, but let's like, say so, I think with Greek with Greek mythology, it's a bit easier. Yeah. Because a lot of the monsters have their own story. Mm-hmm. They're not. It's not all linked. Culminating to one. into one thing. No. Where, like, like say with quickly, like you got like the Minotaur with Theseus, you got Perseus and Medusa. Um, Odysseus and Polythemus and yeah. Cyclops. You got all these different ones. That there's just one hero, one and the monster. Yeah. Whereas this is like they're all in one event. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the hardest <laughs> bit. It's like we want to talk about Ragnarok. <laughs> we want to talk how who dies, who doesn't die, what happens. Oh, <laughs> so annoying. Yeah, I know. But no, if you and again with God of War. Like I love the design of Yormungandr. Yeah, right? he looks so cool. Yeah, and just like the there's, but there's no malice with him. No, really, is there? No, not like, really. How, I mean, he is talking to pretty much his dad. Yeah, yeah. 
but like yeah there's just no malice between them and he just seems very like wise yeah oh, that's the kind of thing i got from him he just looked wise yeah and then he bites in the four statue and then you're like ah oh, he don't like him very no. much so <laughs> <laughs> but here you go here's a question josh mm-hmm. and i'll say i know we've already done one but who would win in a fight oh Jormungandr or Fenrir? Jormungandr. Yeah. As much as it kills me to say because I love the boy, but it's just, he's on another level. Jormungandr. Like, Fenrir is fucking ridiculous, but mm. then Jormungandr's just, and then some. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, Jormungandr would win. Plus Venomous as well. Yeah. Yeah, he'd, 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 he'd kill Fenrir. But why would he want to kill his own brother? Well, no, but he, he took, I don't know, he took the last turkey dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take more than a turkey dinosaur to feed them cunts. You'd so, need an actual dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, but it's turkey. <laughs> Bernard Matthew just cooked his whole farm just to feed, just for a snack. And he just took the last one. He's like, you know what, fuck it, let's have it. <laughs> like, boys, boys, no, remember Ragnarok? We need you both. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, shut up, Dad, you dickhead. <laughs> Let me at least Tell him to spit it out. <laughs> 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 How have we gone from the two biggest, like, disastrous, just beast, ridiculous monsters fighting over a turkey dinosaur? <laughs> Honestly, them turkey dinosaurs can make you do funny things, mate. <laughs> For fuck's sake. If you like turkey dinosaurs, let us know, because they're just going. Mate, if you don't like tiny turkey dinosaurs, you're a weirdo. Mm. But they don't do the drummers anymore, do they? No. Which makes me really sad. I used to love them. Oh, I love turkey dinosaurs. I want some turkey dinosaurs now. <laughs> I always want turkey dinosaurs. <laughs> Bigger. Oh, mate, that was a classic, wasn't it? Turkey, you got home from school. You thought you had a hard day, but uh, in reality, when we were adults, that was like fucking piss easy. But you thought, <laughs> so sad you, know, you thought, it. I've had a hard day. I've had a hard day's graft. <laughs> I put a pen to paper, learning me ABCs. <laughs> and you come in. And you think, Mum, what's for tea? And it's turkey dinosaurs, smiley faces, yeah. baked beans, yeah. bread and butter. Oh. Holy fucking shit. Everything yeah. was right with the world. The world peace was revolved. That's what they need to do. Yeah. Just get all the world leaders around. Get Vlad, get the lot. And just like, boys, right? I know we've had beef. Before we discuss anything more... <laughs> Have some of this. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I've done you all a plate of this. <laughs> It'd be like that scene in Ali G where they're all off the head. They'd just be tucking into their turkey dinosaurs. It's like, yeah, I'm sorry about invading you. you know, it, weren't, it weren't nice of me. Ah, forget it. It's in the past, brother. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. World Union Declaration signed on the premise of turkey dinosaurs. Bernard Matthews. You, yeah. You, you <laughs> saved so many people. <laughs> but bring back Golden Drummers. Yeah. Like, nah. <laughs> well, have they got rid of them? I don't know. I don't know. I ain't seen them. I ain't seen them. Same with Turkey Twizzlers, but then again, I fucking hate them now. Do I you? Used to, I used to love them as a kid, but then I throw up on them, and now I don't like them. No, they don't put me off. Turkey drummers. What are they still about? This is where... Yes, they still do. They still do them? Yeah. Yeah, boy. Where at? Uh, Iceland. Yeah, why did I think that would be where they do them? And Tesco. Oh. And Asda. Oh. And uh, Aldi did her own. Oh. Roosters. I'll, I'll try them though. Yeah, but it's not the same, is it? Mm. No, maybe not. But I'll Don't still you have like, um, 
sausage and chips at school and then your mum used to do it. It's like, it's not the same. No, I know what you mean. I don't know what they do to it, but it's just not the same. And, oh, school dinners. And then that cake, the like, um, the white icing, like mm. just normal sponge cake, white icing with the sprinkles and a bit mm. of custard. Alhamdulillah. <laughs> that and the, oh, the cornflake tart. I was never a fan of cornflake what? tart. What? Nah, nah, that was a banger. Uh, my favourite, they used to do like a chocolate cake. Yeah. And it was chocolate custard. Oh, yeah, I remember that. That normally ended up being on a Friday after fish and chips. No, we never used to have fish and chips. Didn't you? Yeah. Every Friday, without fail, was, was fish and chips. Mm-hmm. It might have been, I don't know. I just used to yam away. Yeah. Oh, mate, school dinners. Do you know what? <laughs> That's one reason I wish I could go back to school. That just for school, school dinners. Yeah, primary school dinners. Mm-hmm. Just stand there. You have to... Kids don't know. What colour plates did you have? Uh, red and blue I think they were like yeah, sort we, of tray things weren't they yeah we had blue but at Christmas time they were yellow I don't think we had yellow ones no yeah we had yellow ones too, but they were always blue yeah yeah you had like the main bit yeah you had a little bit where your knife and fork could go yeah then you have a circle, circle for your drink d- yeah and then it was like a shark fin for your dessert yeah yeah oh mate kids today don't know how well like ugh. No, it I feel sorry for him. So do I. I feel sorry for it him. It was like the culmination of school. Yeah. You know I ruined that? Jamie Oliver. Yeah, you fucking prick. I hope you die in Ragnarok. You dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> Give me back my turkey twistlers. <laughs> I fucking buzz off them. Oh, so did I. But then, like I said, like I was I was violently sick on him. And I was just like, no, I can't but do it anymore. But to be fair, look, look who you're talking to. Like. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, food don't make me sick. Skull dinners, man. So I'm so trying to think what other ones there were. I know we've gone on a mad tangent, but we're near the end anyway, so it don't matter. Yeah. But and if there's one person out there agreeing with anything we're saying, it's worth it. Yeah. But oh, what was it? Oh, there's a major one that I'm forgetting. I know at my school they used to do. It was like a tomato pasta, like cheese thing. It was like I don't know if they had any meat, but that was banging. I don't know what they do. They're done with that. No, I don't think we had. A, I think ours was more like processed shit. Oh, we had a lot of processed. It was yeah. all processed, like mass batched. It was good. It was so good. It was oh, so mate, good. Mate, I want to go back. Oh. Yeah, just relive it. Just the one day. Is, just one day of that. The thing is, though, like, you never used to actually enjoy the food because you was trying to yam it so quick so you go out yeah, and, and play. play. Now, I'm like, fuck playing. Yeah, I'd be like, gives, gives more. Go did your school ever used to, Yeah, I was going to say, did your school used to do it if you was the last in the dinner hall? Yeah. You could go up for seconds. Yeah, no, yeah. There was oh, a few so times good. where I was like, I just felt proper hungry and I would just <laughs> sit there and wait. <laughs> and they'd be like, do you want some more? Play. Yeah. Sailor's Mate, chief. The, ugh, primary school was insane. And then did you as well have it in like year six where you used to... Because like it was like year three to five, you have to sit on the floor. And then year six, you got the benches at the yeah, back yeah, yeah. and you felt like an absolute governor. Mm. Like He was like, yeah, bad enemy, you peasants. Yeah. And as well, because I was the oldest. Yeah. So everyone used to like look at me. Like, I was like king. king yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, mate. Man. What history. And then what was it? What's the other things you used to get like... When you got home, I was twenty-five at the time. <laughs> <laughs> I got held back a few years. Oh, Findus crispy pancakes! Can you remember them? Yeah, oh, they were good. Yeah, they were good. No wonder we're fat cunts. Mm. <laughs> the more I think back, I've lost weight. Lost mm. some. <laughs> Whatever no, weight he's just, lost, I've gained. <laughs> yeah, no, that's just being skint, mate. That's yeah, can't afford to fucking eat. <laughs> <laughs> but now, like, yeah, try to get back on top. Yeah. Your Manganda was a beast. <laughs> Giant snake, innit? 
<laughs> but it'll all make sense on the Ragnarok on the Ragnarok episode let us say we are just trying to hold back there are so many stories what we're going to go into let us say Ragnarok's going to be a very long episode mm. because of oh that's what I was thinking did we fuck off the Nine Realms episode yeah but and the, do it Ragnarok as a two parter nah it fucks my my thing up because then it'll be only four episodes well, even though it was a two-parter? No, it was a one-parter, wasn't it? No, that's what I'm saying. Do we fuck the Nine Realms one off and do Ragnarok as a two-parter? Oh, yeah, we could do, to be fair. Because Nine Realms, it's going to be a short one, isn't it? Yeah, We're just going to mention short. the realms. Yeah, pretty much. Which? Yeah, nah, we'll do that. Midgard, oh, Helheim, God. Asgard, Svartalfheim, Niflheim, Jotunheim, Jotunheim, Heimheim, <laughs> Helheim, <laughs> Helheim. Uh, what's the other two? What's the other two? What's the other two? Asgard. Yeah, I said Asgard. Asgard. Midgard. Svartalfheim. Alfheim. Niflheim. Helheim. Muspelheim. Jotunheim. Jotunheim. Oh, what's fucking bitch tits? Where's she from? Vanaheim. There you go. Done them. (laughs) (laughs) So, alright then. If that's the case. Next week we begin this motherfucker. We're, yeah, we're going to do part one <laughs> of the great story Ragnarok. Yeah. I say if we do it like how it starts and a few of the major battles and then the second part. How it ends. How it ends, yeah. basically, yeah. yeah. So really, we're going to have to leave our boys to the end. To the end. Oh, but at least we can cool. mention some of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How it starts. Yeah, and shit like yeah, that. Yeah. Fair, fair, fair. All right, then, so the next week, <laughs> we are starting part one. Of Ragnarok. Oh, I cannot wait. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be good. <laughs> no, I'm buzzing. Can't wait. But, well, I think that about wraps this one up. Yeah. So, Ed, where can they find us? Well, you can find us on Facebook, which is Missing Mysteries and Black and White. You can follow us on Instagram, which is Missing Mysteries underscore, the actual underscore thing. You can follow us on Twitter, Mr. Mysteries 1, like, um, and TikTok, Mr. Mysteries 10. Let's say you'll know it says, because it's got a logo. You can... I love this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can actually watch us and subscri- subscribe to us. Fucking hell. You're just excited now. Yeah, I know. I nearly started speaking fucking Icelandic then. Um... Which is Mr. Mysteries. Best way to find that is through our Facebook page because algorithms and all that. Mm-hmm. Please share, please comment, please like, all that jazz. I don't care what you comment, just no. comment sun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can email us, and that can be sightings you've had of any cryptid, UFO, ghost, anything like that. And if you would like us to investigate, you can. Email us your theories of different things that we cover. Not really on this one because this is is pretty much written down. Yeah. But like when we do our other, like on the hunts and all stuff like that, and our normal episodes, what we will be doing after this series. Yeah. So, yeah, your theories and everything like that. You can be criticisms for the podcast, stuff that you don't agree with, we might have messed up on, we didn't cover. Cover. Um, and if you just think we're shit, just email us. Yeah. 
uh, prizes, which we prefer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us how we're good. Yeah. You know, well, boost our egos. Yeah, please do. <laughs> they need a bit of a boosting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Help us. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. Right, yeah, so that was sightings, theories, criticisms, praises. Um, also, if you want us to cover something, mm-hmm. email us on that. Um, even if you just want to chat, yeah, anything like that, yeah. Yeah. Email us, and that is missingmysteries at outlook.com. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, yeah, I think I've covered it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Josh. Mm-hmm. Even though they are listening mm-hmm. to us, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Where else can they listen to us? Well, if you fancy listening on another platform, or all of them, mm-hmm. fill your boots. You can listen to us on Podbean, Spotify, Amazon, Samsung, Podchaser, Player FM, and iHeartRadio. Fantastic. So be sure to check out the YouTube channel for On The Hunt, which yeah. will be coming out in a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Check out for the reacts as well on the YouTube. Yeah. and Fuck knows uh, what we're going to watch this time. No, yeah, that's because that's also a thing. If, if you want us to react to anything... Email it. Email it. Email or or DM us if yeah. you feel like, lads, I'd love for you to react to this. Yeah. We'll do just it. Just send us a link over and we'll react yeah. to it. If not, we're just going to find something we're just going to react to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh... But Maybe some more try not to cringe. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if my sanity can hold oh, hold it. That was funny though. <laughs> but if you literally, if it's a try not to laugh, a try not to cringe, try not to cry, try not to squirm, <laughs> try not to projectile vomit. I don't, I don't know. Literally anything. You do well to get me to project. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah if you yeah. literally anything, DM us, email us. Message in a bottle us. <laughs> Post-it note us. <laughs> yeah. Clay pigeon us. I, I don't know. Literally any way you can get hold of us. Do Just it. not a brick through a window. No. 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 Wouldn't recommend that. no. <laughs> <laughs> but no. I think that's about it. Yeah. So thank you very much for watching or listening or both. See you on the next one.